Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Chris Barno from Morgantown, West Virginia. He's got a deep, very, very sleepy 2012 Evo X. When I say this thing is a deep sleep, it looks more like a Lancer on the outside. However, it is number seven on the Mitsu Times quarter mile list for the 4B11 class. He ran a 10.35 at 138.8 this year. He thinks with some of the upgrades that he has planned for the winter, he can run nines in this thing all day long. And he runs all this with a manual five-speed. So he is banging gears all day long. We talked a lot about how he built the car, why he built the car the way he did, what he, why, what it's like to actually go that fast in a car. Uh, we did take it for a ride beforehand, and let me tell you, it's brutally fast. He gave some tips for anyone who wants to build something just like his. We talked a lot about DSMs, and we uh, talked about where Mitsubishi is headed. We kind of trashed him a little bit, too, because I'm a DSM guy myself, and I just don't like where the company's headed as far as where their cars are going. Insert the Eclipse Cross. Ugh. But we did a lot of beer drinking. We did a lot of whiskey drinking. We had some cigars. We were actually at Mitch's Garage, who, if you remember him from Episode 5, is a very funny guy as well. We got very silly. We laughed a lot. We made fun of pretty much anything and everything and just had a really good time. Today's episode is brought to you by Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs. My great friend, veteran, my ex-roommate, all-around patriot, Army Captain John Kelly has been brought great comfort by his service dog ranger through the Guardian's Angels program. It costs around $22,000 to provide 500 to 2,000 hours of training per dog so that they can deal with the medical and psychological needs of their partner, and the recipients of these dogs do not pay a dime. Since the first successful pairing, Guardian Angels is very proud to have donated more than 300 wonderful service dogs with deserving veterans and others in need. Guardian Angels trains for a variety of conditions from mitigation of post-traumatic stress disorder and or traumatic brain injury symptoms to seizure or insulin alerting to mobility issues and more. Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs is funded entirely by donation and private grant support. My buddy John and uh, Ranger, I see him all the time and it brings me great comfort in knowing that he is with him and is bringing him great comfort as well. John and Ranger are going to be with me on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Medicalservicedogs.org is where you can find them or you can get on the Rad Rides podcast website www.radrides.com under donations and charity. And Today's episode is also brought to you by Help Hard. Created by my friend, veteran, and Army Sergeant James Bendel, he uses monetary contributions to assist vocational technical school students with scholarships and helps boost other nonprofits in need. James was inspired by a blue-collar family while watching his parents work hard. His military and business background has taught him many things, including perseverance, leadership, integrity, and very clearly how to use a firearm safely. Uh, This is a great foundation. Uh, He continues to help the younger generation and ensure that the next round of kids will have the skills necessary to succeed. There's a serious need right now for men and women who can work with their hands in these vocational type of applications. I know if I didn't play football in college, I would have gone to a vocational school. So it's something I'm very passionate about. Check him out online at Help Hard on Facebook. Also, he also has a great uh, Crazy Horse Coffee House here in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you're in the Washington or Pittsburgh region, please go check him out over there. He also does the local cars and coffee during the spring, summer, and fall months and does all types of stuff for the local community. 
go check him out, Crazy Horse Coffee. All right, folks, I am so excited about this podcast. We had so much fun doing this. You can get on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. Take a look at all the pictures I took. I took a lot of really nice, high-quality pictures, so you can take a look at the car. You can uh, draw your own conclusions on whether or not you think it's sleepy enough. You can also draw your conclusions on whether or not you want to take him on if you see him on the streets and think your car can run nine seconds. But please get on there. Check it all out. I did a full write-up on there as well. And without further ado, please welcome Mr. Chris Barno. You don't know what a craft table is? No, legit. A craft table is when when you're on set. What they do is that's where all the uh, oh, the, craft the food. food, yeah, the food and everything is. So we have a hell of a craft table with yeah, beers, high ride bourbon. Well, because I was in the movie business. Mm-mm. Not me. <laughs> nope. And uh, cig- and cigars are on there, so you know, and we're live, so whatever. Nice. It's all good. <laughs> we're live. Oh, back in Mitch's, gar- Mitch's garage, and we just had to light some cigars with his uh, his Mach 1 because uh, I didn't bring a lighter, and in this whole entire huge shop, he doesn't have one single torch to light anything up. Yeah, so, action that Mach 1 scene yeah. in some time. Anyways, uh, we're in here today with Chris Barno down in Waynesburg again. Thank you, Mitch, for let- allowing us to uh, use your shop again. Yeah. This is, thanks for inviting me out. Thanks for yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks for having us, guy. And he brought pizza for us, so we have pizza. We have a delicious Redemption High Ride Bourbon. Uh, we have some great cigars. We got beers. It's been it's a, a long, good Friday. It's been a long week. It's it's a good Friday. We have hot cars all around us. I mean, we're only missing one thing, really. <laughs> Anyways, again, we're in Waynesburg uh, with Chris Barno and his beautiful. Evo 10 that he took the big horn off the front of, unfortunately. <laughs> Got to use the headlights when it's dark out. <laughs> My buddy, when I first sent him this car, he was going to come today. I, you didn't hear the story yet, Mitch. <clears throat> My buddy, he's not he's like kind of a car guy, but not really. And so he's like, well, what car are you going to interview? And I showed him the picture of it with the big a- intake on the front. He's like, is that a horn sitting on the front of the car? <laughs> no. Not quite. Mm-mm. Cool thing not was. quite it feeds that um that nice little motor you got sitting in there that pushes out just a monster amount of horsepower at this point yeah she does we she took does it for well. a ride before before the podcast because i really wanted to feel this and uh i told you it was like uh when i drove an audi r8 v10 but this one had a, a much longer power band and it hit way harder <laughs> she's, she's sleepy with the, with the, it is with, not with the slicks on when you take it is off, it is it is so um what year? We know it's an Evo 10. Yep. What year is it? Uh, 2012. 2012. Yep. Bought it. Yeah. Bought it new. Okay. Uh, sight unseen. I kind of knew what I wanted. I wanted the octane blue, leather, sunroof, um, HID, so the SSL, but um, no GPS in the dash. Okay. Because those date so quickly on cars. If Correct. You, you know, so my, my sister had an 08 Lancer GTS, and I thought, that yeah, was cool. And then it just, you know, a couple of years, is like, yep. oh, man, I dated quickly. Like, so oh, just, yes, that's so really, no GPS. really awful. And there were, there were three in the country that I had found. Um, and the one up in Chicago, 
it was like paid invoice for it and guys like we'll ship it to you on a trailer i was like let's do it well that was very nice of them yeah so as soon as i got it i drove to mitch's house <laughs> oh did you really <laughs> yeah i did yeah did mitch. he have that mustang at the time uh, I, don't, I don't know what you had at the time the mazda speed days. all i know is mitch has the super snake and this is the only car he says he will not run on the street yeah <laughs> yeah with the it, super snake it'd be that super snake has traction issues but even if it didn't Yes. You might be in trouble. So, uh, for people who are listening to this, this when we say this is uh, this thing is modded on the engine, it is very modded on the engine. Yeah, pretty much. If somebody asks, like, what all do you have done to it, it's... You have ev- a laundry list. Everything, or, you know, it's more like what's not done to it, in a way. How much um, horsepower do you think you're pushing out of it? So, I, it's funny, I looked into this today, because I forget what the actual figures were. So, got it dynoed last summer, super hot day. On a Mustang Dyno, it put down 657 at the wheels. Whoa. At 31 pounds boost. It, <laughs> the Dyno didn't load it up enough. It pushes 37 on the wow. street in fourth gear. So wow. do the math on that. I don't know. But so it's <laughs> Mitch I mean, is not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> call it call it seven. And by not impressed, he's sarcastically very impressed at this point. Call it call it seven <laughs> on a Mustang Dyno. Okay. Take. Okay. Um Power bands from it holds it from fifty five hundred up to nine grand. That's, about That's it. a long power band. Yeah, a lot. It goes quickly though. And really on the <laughs> on the outside of the car, if you didn't have number stickers, yeah, on it and and or slicks and some rims, it's pretty much bone stock. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot. I did have a, a lip on it that uh, the trailer involuntarily took off. Oh, well, so that's going happen. That is fine though. Oh, uh, that was nice of the trailer. Yeah. Um, loading issues. Uh, but yeah, it's just the, the small little, the little lip on the back, um, since it's a real small side skirts, but yeah, mm-hmm. outside wise, you know, it's, <clears> so when we thin. say it's a sleeper, it is a, it's a really yeah. deep sleeper. Yeah. It's, um, for sure. Yeah. This is also what you, you, your post, the deep sleepy. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm cool. With, I, I agree with that. <laughs> you don't really know it. Um, and that's why it's fun to like. You know, take people for their first ride, like your mm-hmm. ride. It's like, let's just, yeah, let's that, have some fun uh, with it. This thing pulls very hard. I had to, like I, I told him in the car, I had to uh, clinch my core to make sure I wasn't going to lose my bowels when this thing it's, took off. It, hit, so, it hits you hard. <laughs> it does. It hits a lot harder than I thought. But it feels like it's kind of floating when you when you hit it. It, it felt like a, it wasn't as vicious as I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. You yeah, and I mean? the slicks help that a lot, riding on clouds, um, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh don't really want to take it into a turn because you don't know what it's going to do but um especially on a cold pennsylvania day like yeah that. right it's good air for boost though but um yeah aside from that it's i mean in the suspension it's just um swift spec r springs but the struts and they're all factory i haven't really okay. done much of the suspension sway bars of Hotch- hotchkiss uh or no yeah so it's it's pretty factory i mean it's a little bit lower, hotchkiss, I forget. but white know. line sway bars there you go but um yeah so suspension it needs some suspension but it's why you watch it come off the line. Does it really need suspension? Though? There's a lot of weight transfer coming off the line. <laughs> <laughs> she squats. Uh, I think you. I think you should be able to pull the uh, front wheels off and you know yeah. show up all the the muscle car guys yeah, when right. they're out there. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why why an Evo? Um, so it's between. So I, I was I was looking at the 370Z, which is mm-hmm. funny. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So wait, wait. Let's stop right here. I just got busted on because I said I'm probably going to sell my FJ next year, and I want a 350Z Nismo, a factory tuned car. I don't want one with a big wang on the back and a big exhaust hanging out and everything like that. I want a factory tuned one that is bone stock that I can drive and not have to really worry about it. Yep. 
and I just want the driving experience. And now everybody's looking at me, calling me a fuckboy, and <laughs> it's all right. I'm fine. I'll take that, though. Are you going to do, like, the squatted stance? Or? Yes, I'm going to yeah. stance the car. Um, all the camber. 45-degree angle with my camber. I would probably do the Carolina squat also with Yes, it. I'm going to, yeah, Carolina squat like the trucks do, <laughs> you know. Probably hang the back down. Yeah, I'll put a tremendous amount of stickers on it. Yeah, perfect. Uh, none of which are going to be underneath the hood, you know. So yeah, Stick them be, to the paint. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stick them straight to the paint, you know. Maybe go old school, put like nopee on it or something like yeah, that. Right. You know, Hot import nights. Hot import nights. Hey, I shouldn't say I shouldn't bust on them because I tag them in a lot of Instagram posts. Oh, nice. and they always, they always I didn't know comment if they were still back, around so or cool. not. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. in fact, I watched a show the other day. Where they had the hot import nights car that won from like 2001 to 2003, and it was like it was like a Honda Civic with a ton of fiberglass and a yeah. huge system, Lambo doors, and yes, everything. Yeah. yes, yes, yeah, all those things. But all yeah, those I, was, things. I was between the Evo 10 and the 370Z. Um, I knew I this would probably have a better aftermarket, um, you know, presence just for because yeah, I, as soon as I get something, I have to touch it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, modification was so did that and then instead of so you know it's also sti versus evo 10 right and i mean you see 15 to 20 for every evo 10 that you see yes you know and, especially up here P yeah. pennsylvania seems to be the hub for yeah. uh, anybody with a wrx sti yep that, are they just cranking those things out are they at real stis anymore or are they just cranking them out to say you, STI? you don't really know yeah also, Mitch just said you get one for free with your vape pen. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Terry who used a Subaru in his, and we kind of before the podcast we kind of busted on some of oh, that sure, stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Heck but yeah. he's a Subaru guy, and he used the he didn't put it in a STI. Right. Anyways, yeah. it, completely different car. But anyways, go ahead. And uh, I was used to inline fours, and mm -hmm. I like to keep the pistons in a straight line. Okay. Easy to work on. Yes. And so I was just like, let's let's just go with the 10. Uh, always liked the car, too. Like, as soon as it came out in 2008, it's like, man, I think it looks sweet. Mm -hmm. um, Did you like the 9 or the 8? Yeah, I like, I like those. Eight, yeah. um, it was, I w didn't really get into cars until I had my driver's license. So, you know, that would have been like 2006 or so. Okay. Um, 2005. So, yeah, tail end of the 9. But then that's when, like, the 10 was released. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Like, that thing looks like, You have mean. to get yeah. this. So that's kind of where it started. That's where the, that, you know, reasonable dream car thing kind of started what'd you drive um, before this yeah so uh, <laughs> yes everybody knows that story um, so long long like, time 350 ago <laughs> long time ago uh grandparents gave my sister a ford escort lx station wagon wow 96 fantastic 1.9 liter single overhead cam she was what awesome. a beast uh it was pink okay Whoa! Um, yeah, the was, coral, that coral was, color. Yeah, oh, yeah, that it, it's a neat color. color, but yeah, yeah. Um, so she drove that for a while, and then um, she moved on to. I think she started driving the Jeep or something. Um, so then the wagon was mine. Mm. Uh, gave it to Waynesburg Votech. They painted it black. Like, nice. Okay, that's better. And it's, we had to like pay for the paint. Oh, just do it. Even better. So um, had that. Um, it was an automatic 1.9 liter. Uh, then did you upgrade it at all other than the black paint? Oh yeah, this thing's this thing went through the ringer. Oh, did um, it really? Oh, yeah. oh nice. Okay, um, all right. Driving it around, I started like putting like an intake on it and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, the classic like yeah, high school yeah. kid just got his car. What is it? Uh, ice is what they call it. Back <laughs> yeah, then? Intake? yeah, yeah, and uh, cat back exhaust. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, just driving it around and want to start modifying it. So I met a guy locally. Um, his name was Pub. Preston, he died a few 
few weeks ago, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, so rest in peace, oh, Bubs. Yeah. But, uh, hear that. So, you know, classic, you know, kid wanting to work on a car. So he's like, oh, let's, let's do some stuff to this. So he started tinkering. And then um, those had an issue when you do a one-wheel peel, the uh, front diff would lock up. Oh. So then you go to make a turn, and it just explodes. Oh. So the transmission did one-wheel peel what? on it. Like, a, you know, you yeah. get on the tar, mm -hmm. like one wheel on the tar, and just let it rip. Sure. Uh, blew up the transmission. Um, took it home. And this is probably the first my parents will hear of this. Uh, took it home, and we were like, yeah, we can put another auto in it. And he's like, well, we could just swap it to a five-speed. I was like, let's do the five-speed. Had good connection with the local junkyard. Said, uh, hey, we'll, we'll put up a five-speed escort for you on some, on some tires. You just take what you need. Transmission. So I swapped the five-speed. Well, ended up blowing the engine. Put a Z-Tech from a ZX2 in it um, that bolted right up. And you actually used the same ECU. So the thing went through the ringer. Had a, had a turbo on it at one point. Never made boost with it. Because it, I had the Evo at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, this thing's, I'm just like, yeah. you kind of look at what you got. But I, the thing is, I was telling Mitch the other day, I never just sent it with, with the Evo or the, with the Escort. Mm -hmm. Like, I should have just, just yeah. grenaded batten it. down the white wastegate yeah. and just give it everything yeah. and see what happened. And I never did. I should have just sent a rod to the block. But it's all right. Yeah, well, so then, Where yeah, is that car this, now? Yeah, Junkyard. It, oh. was, it was in bad shape. Oh, was it? Rusty. Uh, I was about to say, man, it would be cool if, to be riding around in a coral, <laughs> yeah. a coral pink yeah. well, five-speed. Yeah, because it was, it was that black. That would probably be really – that would be like the oddest car at the whole entire car show. It was, it was funny because – it was black, but the whole engine bay, engine bay was pink. Pink, yeah. So it was just like, oh, what, what it's happened? It's kind of like the guys who get the wraps now, and they don't yeah. wrap underneath the hood. Exactly, just don't pop the hood. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and then started on the Evo, and then, um, you know, went callback cesspool route with that. Mm -hmm. um, the tip for everybody that's out there, if you're running a callback cesspool with the um, off-the-shelf maps, if uh, your check engine light's blinking because it says it's knocking, it's probably knocking. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, so... <laughs> Cracked a ring land on one of the one of the cylinders. Um, How old was the car? Twenty three thousand miles. Ooh, twenty three thousand four hundred fifty six. That's mm. how I remembered it. Mm. Before then, I uh, I love when I love when other people blow up their cars and yeah, I get to laugh I about it. Go ahead. And it wasn't <laughs> and it, it wasn't bad because it just it, it started missing. So I pulled the the spark plug and the the gap was closed. The strap was closed against the um, electrode. And I was like, oh, something went through that. Okay. And I was like, well, let's build it. Uh, before that, I had, I did the clutch in it. Um, actually, took it up to Shep, up in Ohio, John Shepard. Um, they did the clutch, yeah. and um, he's first name built, basis guy. Yeah. He's Shep dog. He's a good guy. He's Shep dog. Um, he did the street strip trans for me while it was in there. Um, did the clutch, so that was kind of. I knew where I was going. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan on building the engine, but nobody really ever does. So you have to. So I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. That's so nice. That's so nice of you. So nice. Mitch, Mitch saw that I pulled out a, a Corona light, which I really wanted, but they said he's got something more potent back there after I had my first, my first high ride bourbon. Yeah. So, so yeah, what? back in 2014 was when the engine blew with 23,000 miles and it's, so you pulled it out. Did, did your parents just look at you and go, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, at that point. So I bought it in 2012 and things tend to kind of escalate like quickly with mm -hmm. me. Okay. So, there's nothing wrong very, with that. Very quickly, I, was, I blacked out the housing on the headlights, okay. like, right after I got the car. To pull these headlights, you have to pull the bumper off. Mm. So that was the, what the hell are you doing kind of thing in the garage with the bumper laying on the floor and the Sounds headlights like out. Dad. Yeah. Yep. Um, did that. But at that point, I was living, you know, by myself in an apartment. Had a one-car-wide garage and, like, two-car deep. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to work well. So I pulled the engine myself and wow. sent it off to uh, Busher did the head. 
the Modern Automotive Performance, or MAP, did the block and sent it back and slapped it together. Sounds so. sounds relatively easy. Yeah, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's, 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 there's a lot well, of did you know there was a lot of uh, late nights probably yeah, involved in all that? It's, I mean, we still have those, but... Um, so why did you want to? Why did you want to build just the absolute most street beast deal? Well, because here's why: the older I get, the slower I want to go. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it's, I mean it's fun to go fast. Look, my Nova, I love going fast in it, but it's not reliable. Right. You know, so it's yeah. not like I'm going mean, to be like, oh yeah, let's just drive it to, uh, let's drive it down to, you know, yeah. wherever Philadelphia or DC and go hang out. Right, and you mm-hmm. can do that with yep. no worries. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing, you know, being that I had to rebuild the block, you know, you know, rotating assembly and stuff, so I was like, okay, well, let's get the good manly uh, turbo tough uh, rods in it, mm-hmm. Wisco pistons. Like, well, if you're in there, if you don't sleeve it, you're stuck at like 600 horses, or you know, I'm not sure exactly what the figure is. I think that I don't think they like to go over 650 or so, spend on torque too. But um, so I was like, well, if you're in there, might as well sleeve it. So it's got Darton sleeves. Um, and it is and then, the stock 4G63. A 4B11. T. Four, okay. Yep. Right. Yeah, the 4B11 is the first year uh, Evo 10. Okay, uh, all the 10. other Evos are 4G63. 4G63. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so it's I pretty much just built it up to where like just in case, mm-hmm. you know, I had a goal of like 600 wheel horse, 650. Okay. Um, it's just funny how all that changes because I mean, Busher did the head and it's oversized valves and stuff in the head, so it was built to handle it. I, I try to kind of build things before I get to that point. I don't like to break things then fix it. I'd rather just build it ahead of time. Yes. I, the older I get, I also learn that yep. as well. Over, um, overbuild it. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, just, just in case, and mm-hmm. it, it's less, it's fewer headaches, surprisingly. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I was gonna do like a small turbo, like a Borg Warner EFR, like seventy six seventy, which mm-hmm. would have been, yeah, it's not a small turbo. Right. But then this turbo kit came on, um, was online, used, like thirty five hundred bucks for this T four twin scroll, the Ooh. Precision sixty four sixty six, which is a pretty fat turbo. Right. You know, it looks really good back there. Yeah, she's got and she's, it's big. She's cozy. Yes. Um, it's yeah. a nine hundred some horsepower turbo, so it's laughing at, at what it's doing now. What you're doing now. Right? Yeah. So that's how it it's gotten to this level. It's like mm. oh, just in case. Like oh, okay, now I can. Okay, uh-huh. now we're, and this is where we are. And this is where you're at. Um, fuel pump limited right now, but I plan to go double pumper. How long? I mean, have you? So you, you've built it up until this point. When's the last time you really like did an upgrade on the motor? Um, I've gone through a good many head gaskets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, so it's a 2.2 overbore. Um, so the factory engine is 2 liter. Right. Overboard it to 2.2 liters. Two, I was kind of a, a guinea pig on that side of things. And um, there's not enough meat between the cylinders when you overbore it. You start lifting head gaskets, especially over like 30 pounds of boost. Like mm-hmm. you're getting kind of nutty. Um, it took me a while to, to figure that out, um, doing head studs and different head gaskets and stuff. And then, um, well, P- if you're the guinea pig, you're trying yeah. a little bit of everything. And then P and R up in Greensburg, shout out to Luke Bainbridge with them. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, you just, just O-ring it, just O-ring the damn head. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, let's O-ring it. So it's O-ringed. Um, I think that's where Wayne took his Evo 10. There's, get, there's a lot. He does. To go get his, uh, his engine swapped over there. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, um. Like TPG guys, they use they use PNR okay. a lot of their stuff. Matt yep. Galliano, he's got the second fastest. I probably need that guy's name because when my Eclipse gets up here, it's got a litany of yeah. He's engine wait, problems. yeah. <laughs> he's 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 a legend with the with the. You, the thing you have to take the engine to him. Yes. Um. But he's, oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll bring that. He's to him, he'll yeah. do two Js. He'll do anything. He's, a, really? he's he knows his shit. But um. Yeah. So O-ringed it. That was pretty much the biggest upgrade. Um. 
and then found out that the cams were too aggressive for the springs I had in it. Oh. And the valves were kissing each other. Yep. Um, and actually, those valves were bent on that dyno run wow. where I did the 657. Oh, so wow. who also knows? The one cylinder was like 80% leaked down. Oh, so yeah, like, you, yeah. So you're, you're probably it was, seven. It was, a, it was toasted. Um, so found figured out that the, the cams, another tip for people out there, if you're going to get cams and springs, just get it from the same manufacturer. Uh, it's GSC B half mm -hmm. springs here with GSC S2s. It's all been tested, you know. Because I had the, the everything matches up. Yeah, and, I had the beehive springs with the Tomei 270 cam, and the ramp rate on the cam was just destroying these things at like you know 8900 RPM. Mm -hmm. It just they started. You'd start to crank it, and you'd hear like the one cylinder with the compression and everything else. You're just like, ah, bolt, bolt. It's like, oh, okay. We're not going to do that. Yes. So. It's, I mean, it's been a whirlwind. So you, I mean, issues. it is straight up from ground up, which, I mean, if you're going to push that amount of horsepower, it's got to be that way. Yep. You know, it's not like a, I know it's going to sound bad. It's not like an LS. <laughs> you can just kind of throw some stuff at it. Yeah, it's like, it's, all of a sudden we have 700 horsepower. Yeah, it wow. To, it has to be a, a calculated approach. Yes. I mean, but even like you said, we didn't know what the plans were. And whenever I put the thing together, I put a quartermaster eight leg in it, which is like, a seven or eight hundred foot pound clutch, twin mm -hmm. disc clutch. It's what the drag guys use. I was like, well, I know that'll hold. Yes. So, so is what. is the transmission upgraded? Other than it's just, just a Shep uh, street strip. Okay. Um, oh, that's I, right. And then uh, did that's what most guys don't think about. Like especially guys that first get into you know building a car and everything. Once you get the bigger motor, uh, you, you got to get the bigger trans. Mm -hmm. and once you get the bigger trans, then you got to get the bigger diff. Honestly, though, which <laughs> is which is amazing with these things. Um, the trans would probably be fine if it was stock. The transfer case is stock. Is it? Really? Never touched okay. it. Oh, wow. Um, the only fragile part is the rear diff, which um, you, you easily swap to Evo 8 or 9 rear mm -hmm. diff. So I have I swapped to the mechanical diff. Did you? Um, okay. The issue with the Evo 10 one. <laughs> the issue with the Evo 10 one. Uh, well, Mitch, Mitch is blowing us away. Mitch over. had his pizza. Mitch, 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 <laughs> Mitch, Mitch has a, a little bit of blow off going on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, the factory Evo 10 rear diff, the, the case is thin in some spots. So once you start cutting some good 60 foots, you end up cracking it. Right. And it just oh, you need to relight it. Yeah. We don't have a lighter, so everybody's relighting their cigars off of uh, someone else's cigars. Here, let me get it real good, real good and hot for you there, buddy. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, I wish everybody could be watching this right I don't now. Listen to you this is why we kind of need a live show. Darcy's face is just pressed up against the glass yeah. watching us. <laughs> And yes, your girl is your girlfriend or your wife? Wife. Yep. Your wife is here. Yep. She, she fully supports this. She freaking loves it. Wow. Um, Good for you. Her. Glad um, you married her. It's funny. <laughs> no, she's she's great. Um, you know, she grew up with three older brothers, mm -hmm. and you know they're all nutty. They're, they're all awesome. Right. So she's she's got a bit of that, but like she'll uh, she'll call me out. It's funny. Like the one it was last year, I was getting ready for the shootout. Discovered that I had that valve issue, mm -hmm. and I was like, ah, I was like, the shootout's in like two weeks. I was like, I'll probably just probably just go spectate. Probably won't run. She's like, huh? Didn't realize you were uh, so much of a pussy. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, now I just turned off my video game. I got off the couch. All right, okay. we got to get on the this phone with some people. So yeah, I was. I think I was in the airport when we had a discussion. I think so. Before I'm boarding my flight, I'm like calling TPG and stuff mm -hmm. to get stuff in. I'm like, let's let's do it. That was uh -huh. the okay. So we got it together and ran and did fine at the shootout. Nice. Uh, but it's fine. Yeah, she's super supportive and. She's the reason we even have the, the turbo kit. She's like, just freaking get it. I drove a stock turbo for like two or three years okay. with the built engine. Oh, well. So it's just kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. You can, I mean, so. 
but you had a plan, you know, and you yeah. executed it. And that's uh, most guys don't have a plan. They just go, uh, I just want to go fast, yeah. you know, and then they just drop off their car somewhere and it's done. And then they don't know how to work on it when it breaks. That's so. the biggest thing is like uh, there's there's a difference. And I'm sure, you know, on the other end, people enjoy sending it off to a shop and then seeing it come back to them. But, right. you know, knowing every step that I had to take to get this here, all the issues, what's what's where, what parts I have, you know, I could tear this thing down right now if you wanted me to mm-hmm. um it's just let's do it y- now. you have it yes yeah, okay cool <laughs> take this mic off. uh so it's just cool to and then you're so much better at troubleshooting issues that you have right. um one but, day i am going to do a podcast where we break down a motor or put together cool. a motor yeah yeah make sure it's real nice and rusty and stuff too yeah cool. yeah uh, I, think, we'll, uh, I don't know if it'll be good. Some guy dropped off an escort here years right. ago. I don't, I don't know how good it would be listening to it. I mean, maybe we hook up some cameras and maybe I do, you know, maybe we'll film it and everything. But fine. Then that turns into a car show that, you know, oh, we got all the parts beforehand. This isn't really what happens. You yeah, know? right. And that's why I started this show is because I'm sure there was plenty of trial and error and there was plenty of times where you get to a point and you're like, Oh, now I gotta wait two weeks for a part to come in, mm-hmm. you know, and you and then you're sitting there and you're thinking about it and you're laying in bed and it's going through your head. Okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. Yeah, you, know? you keep blowing through head gaskets and you're just like, why? Yes. Why? Why? What am I doing? Yes. And so yeah, it's I mean, and you learn so much with it too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So the motor is, I, I mean, I'll take pictures of all this and put it on the website for sure because there's there's so much to look at under here. The interior we just sat in it, pretty much stock. Yep, it's, it's Other, full, that, full yeah. interior. Yep. Full interior. Stock Recaros. Stock Recaros. Did that gauge cluster come on? No, so that's, okay. that's aftermarket. That, um, okay. I'm coming that's, around there. That's a worry. nice nice unit. just goes right, that up is. Over, right up over the top of the gauges. It and does. If you're tall enough, they're not in your way, and I'm tall enough. So well, my works. FJ has this gauges, but they're in the middle. I got you. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice because you can just, if, you know, with all the mayhem that yes. this car is, you can just kind of glance down at glance where down you're at. Yes, and you built it to, to go drag racing. I'm Pretty gonna, much, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't really plan on that, and then all your friends start drag racing their Evos, and you're like, okay, well, this is what we're Yeah, I was, about to say, I was going to ask you how, did you, how did you get into drag um, racing? When, oh, when did you go, yeah, you know what, this is, I want to drag race this. Uh, or did you drag race the Focus wagon down the strip? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I had this, the station wagon at the flashlight drags a few times. Okay. Um, but it's just, it's just heads up. Uh, yep. Just flashlight and takes off. Yep. Um, so that kind of got me into it, and then no, I, no, two thousand horsepower uh, pro mods out there. No, no, nothing, or nothing okay. out there. Oh, there's some pretty nutty stuff. It's nobody can hook up. I get a kick out of that show. Yeah. But it's, it's just a green, it's just a green county, county airport. So it's like it's a no prep event essentially. Oh, okay. All right. Um, it's not maybe an eighth mile, a little over an eighth mile, but everybody has traction issues out there. But I'm screwing around with the wagon out there. And got this, and then um, some good good friends from college also got Evos or like had old Evos or uh, like Mon- Mike Gombos has that Glant VO4. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just you know started talking with them, and that's what they started doing. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And so you went out there and got hooked. Just start, yeah, just started. It's an adrenaline started, rush. I was thinking about that on the way over here tonight. I was like, you know, thinking about questions to ask you and stuff like that. And you know, I've done some drag racing, and I was thinking to myself the adrenaline rush that you get from oh yeah from doing it especially like that first time when you did it you're like yeah. whoa you're like shaking afterward you're like whoa that was but, but that first, was all right <laughs> first time i was at uh summit motorsports park up there in norwalk mm-hmm. ohio for the shootout so this is it's an nhra facility and so there's stands and, stuff, and there yeah. are people in the stands and then you come around the corner and it's uh-huh. your turn you're like my god yeah i hope uh, i hope i i get everything right probably did terribly but uh <laughs> 
so that was that's kind of where it started i mean you still you still get the the you know nervousness and the excitement and everything um you know, how many times do you think you, this thing has been down the strip? Um, 35. I don't know. Okay. Somewhere around 30 or 35 probably. Someone's, Not a whole lot. Someone's bumping with some nice bass <laughs> on the way by here. Um, Green County's finest. I'm definitely I'm definitely fresh to the whole drag racing scene. Okay. Though. How many times? I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I got, I got messed up by the bass. It's though. like uh, 30 or 35, I would okay. guess. Um, not all full passes, of course. Right. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of fun getting used to that. And like I told you earlier, it's... It's wild sitting on the line at 7,000 RPM on the two-step. You're supposed mm-hmm. to let the clutch out. You're like, okay, it's probably <laughs> <this> fine. Hold. <laughs> yeah, and you and you you don't sidestep it with an all-wheel drive. You mm-hmm. you slip it very very quickly, mm-hmm. and man, it just it takes you for a ride. And then all of a sudden, it's waiting on you to shift to second while yeah. you're still in La La Land. It's it was quick. Your your shifts were very quick. Yeah, I can tell you that it was fun. And you're in some you're in good company with those TPG guys because I know they have an Evo 10 as well. That yep. green one that is. They have they have the green two G, mm-hmm. which is uh, Brad Gary. It's on methanol. They also have Matt Galliano's Evo Ten. That's the brown one. That, the brown that, one, yeah. uh, like Army Tan. Yep. Um, second fastest in the world. Definitely capable of second, seven second quarter mile. Um, I think the thing's gorgeous. So what's but, this thing running the quarter? Uh, best pass is ten thirty six at one thirty eight. It's got nines in it. Um, That's fast for a streetcar, people. For, full full <laughs> interior streetcar that weighs. Well, I weighed it before I did the rear diff and stuff, and it was 3,600 pounds. So wow. call it 35, 34, 50. So she's yeah, a pig. Yeah, and I mean, even when we got in and everything, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty much bone stock in there. I mean, obviously, you have an upgraded shifter. Uh, you got a hydraulic uh, stage handbrake. Brake. Uh, yep. yep, stage brake on it and some uh, some gauges. But other than that, you said you didn't want to put a cage in it because nope. you love the blue on the black with the black leather. Yeah, and you said there's not too many of them. There's know? not too many. It's, it's a sunroof car, so the roof mm-hmm. is steel. So you're out right out of the gate. You got a heavy car. Mm-hmm. So just I'd rather. And so it's, the ones without the sunroof, they're alloy. alloy yeah, tops? they're aluminum. Okay. But yeah, just because it has a sunroof, it's a steel roof. So yeah, that makes sense. It's automatically a heavy car, but but you got a stock steering wheel. I mean, yep. it's it's a stock, pretty much a stock car. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> on and the inside, I, I put say. I. It's obvious where I put the money. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure, um, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure the back doors work. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yep. yeah. Look at that. See, you can carry passengers. Yeah. You yep, got. You, can, uh, you take the whole family out. Yep. Uh, You're a smart man with plenty of uh, fire suppression. Yeah, stuff right. In there. Unlike me, who burnt down my Chevelle. I know. That's so. what I was gonna say. Is like you got that. I remember. I know that you're. Uh, you're familiar yes. with some car fires. I am. I'm very familiar with car fires, which is fine. It's, uh, yeah. It's all fine. This is fine. We're having fun. <laughs> yeah, it's all, exactly. We're having fun rebuilding a car that was perfect in the first place. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's for, like, regular fires, and that okay. one's ethanol, like, alcohol rated. Okay. So i got to figure out what's on fire before, because it's... I understand. It's, Do you run alcohol in this? Uh, ethanol. Ethanol? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, right. yeah, E85. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, I'm going to take pictures. It, it's stock interior if you have an evo 10 and you look at this you're gonna be like oh that's pretty much it that's what mine looks like too now everybody's gonna want those gauges up there like they're nice i think i forget who who made them um but they're out there it's it's a it's a really nice it is a really nice nice and it's just you don't have to it's all you can revert it back to stock it's just it's a panel that pops out and that just pops in it's great yeah so i i was gonna ask you that i mean if you were ever to sell this which i'm sure you're not gonna sell probably not would you would you even attempt to try to put it back to stock Bro, I've I've like gotten that like thought before to mm-hmm. like what would I do? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of, not a lot of stuff, but there's some stuff that's like, you know, this is, this is what you got now and you're kind of stuck with it. I, th I mean, it, it would depend if I, if I wanted, oh, there it is. If I wanted, hey, it happened in the last one, but it fell on the floor, but it sounded really cool. So it's all right. Um, if I wanted to sell it, I would, I would definitely try to sell it as is. Um, but if that didn't go well, you know, with a decent. Well, I mean, it. you have to write, find the right buyer for this. Right. Someone who really appreciates it and knows what they're going to do with the car. Yeah, and someone I'm not nervous to hand the keys to. Cause right, they'll yeah, because like they'll your, kill themselves in like five minutes driving it down End up like your future 350Z all stanced out. And stuff. Yes, it'll, yeah, there's that too. I know, when I sold <laughs> when I sold my Acura, so I, my Acura was the same color as this. And it's the, only the second car I really ever like, oh, we got to reset it there. Yeah, reset um, only the second car that I've really never wanted to get. When the guy came and bought it, I'm like, hey, man, look, just don't put some stupid, ridiculous big exhaust on it. I was like, don't stance it out. Like, just keep it nice. It's a nice car, you know? I mean, yep. you don't find too many clean Acura RSX Type S's anymore. Yeah, They sure usually don't. have some stupid big body kit on them. Right. And, you know, and that, the, one of the stupid wheels and one they've of the, been turboed and it's a bad turbo system and bad tuning and yeah it's it's you know it's messy yes and they, that's what the one thing they say is you know although you might want to just once you sell your car don't follow it no don't well think, here's the thing i do yeah i do i'm friends with him on facebook he has taken care of the car that's he actually good. took it and got it uh fully detailed and got paint correction on it man that car oh, yep. it looks so good He's trying to sell it too, and I'm, I'm debating on whether He's to buy it back, it back from him because it's so nice. I mean, it's so nice, yep. you know, and it's got all the right parts on it and everything. Anyways, that's here, neither here or there. So the back of, of this, no big wang on the back of it to let everybody know you're going fast. Yep. Just got the. <laughs> Why the, no big wang on the back? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, still have to, I need to get these filled at some. Yeah, point. Yeah, you still have the holes from the big the wing. Factory wing. Yep. But um, you know. But I like that. Like the. Yeah, biplane wing. Yeah, Sweet. like the SVO. If we we should take off the uh, from episode what were you we, number five? I think number four maybe. I think you were episode number four. We should take the SVO wing off of episode four and put it on. Slap this it one. on it. Just see yes. what it looks like. We could do it tonight. Right, we'll do this it right could now. be the first. This could be the first yeah. uh, mod first that we project. do on the show. <laughs> it would be great. I'd be, yeah, I'd be I'd be really happy with that. <laughs> I'm sure. No, um, I, it would be fine. Your wife would be fine with it. Everybody's be, fine yeah. with it. She'd come over and be like, "What?" You would have the first Evo with a Mustang SVO wing on the back. It makes it go faster. It would make it go faster. That's exactly right. We could do that. We could take this engine out of this one and put it in the SVO. That'd be yes. even better. Yeah. But it's got a little ducktail on it, a little little carbon fiber ducktail, yep. which I love. I, I love those. Just I love the low profile look of it, and a huge exhaust on it to let everybody yep. know. Great ETIC. Yeah. Yes. It's, you're putting it's straight through. Yes. Um, yeah. It's. I always like the wingless Evos. Uh, mm -hmm. Just kind of. A little bit sleepier, and but yeah, the exhaust is one of the first things I bought, and since then it's just why, why change it? It's yeah. not stupid loud till the wastegate's open. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Come to think of it, now when we were driving it, it, it was really wasn't. It's not loud. too bad. Yeah, uh, the loudest part's the final driver, the transmission whining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, that's diesel. true. Yeah, just yeah. Screaming. There was a big whine coming out of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and then what yeah. kind of tire or oh, wheels and tires are you running? Uh, so right here, there's the Rota slipstreams. Uh, they're 16s. Uh, the tires are Hoosier. Ro does Rota get a bad bad rap for making knockoffs? I yeah I they, I don't they do why. but guys use these because they're so damn light. Right, they're unbelievably light wheels. Mm -hmm. Like I'll I'll go for my street wheels. I think it's like twenty pounds on each corner. 
I'm saving wow. when I go from street to these. Wow. Like, you can grab this. Because factory was 17 or 18 that came on this. Well, I'm not on factory. Oh, they're, they're no. 18 factory. 18 factory, yeah. 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 And then I'm running Cosmos MR7s on it, and they're just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a heavy wheel. Like, yeah. I'll swap, and like, these ones, you can pretty much hold them straight out. Oh, really? Like this. With the tires on them. Yeah, and those Cosmos wheels are just, like, I Big, just fat. dread moving them. Yeah. They're 275, 35s, so they're fat. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a 10-inch 10 10 wide wheel. Yep. Um, I have to run spacers on these, but... The, uh, to put a 16 on the Evo 10, the rear calipers are Evo 10 calipers. You just okay. need to grind down some ear, uh, the ears that are on the back of it. Um, not really anything structurally important. Mm -hmm. um, and then the front are Evo 8.9 brakes. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Swap those over. So I wanted it to still be you know nicely streetable. I didn't want to go small brake kit just because you can't stop with those right. very well. Mm -hmm. um, you need to, to stop when you go yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you could put a shoot You're on. You're reliant on a shoot at that point. Yeah, but then you'd be rolling down the street with a shoot on the back, and right. then everybody would know Which that that's cool, fast. too. That's cool, too. <laughs> not very sleepy. That, it is not very sleepy. Yeah. And the whole kind of theme of the outside of this car is sleepy. Yeah. Other than Hoosier painted real big on the Yeah, once, you get the, once, you, once those are gone, it's, it'd be fun to put it back on stock wheels, I've always thought. Just, but it, they wouldn't hook. Well, when you're probably driving, you probably can't see that it's Hoosier Slicks, and people are just kind of pull up next yeah. to you. Yeah. I really don't get many people messing with it. I get bikes really? more than anything. Really? Which you're still on the running with bikes in this yeah. car, so that's fun. Yeah, that's, uh, that was going to be one of my questions, is how often do people try to race you in this? It's really not bad. Um, once. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Race him once. <laughs> it's, uh, before it got stupid bad. Yeah, that was before it was even at this level it's really not too bad like i'll get other evos and but usually the ones that i run to, run into are people that kind of know me mm -hmm. so they kind of know what's coming right so that's fun yeah um a lot of the, honestly it's more bikes than anything but okay. like leave biker like, guy's a different guy yeah but like yeah, biker guy thinks he's fat well most of the time he is faster than everybody yeah but there's sometimes hmm, yeah this yeah. i mean one one i remember very distinctly was a, an r6 that pulled up next mm -hmm. to me and he took off, and it just, I just left him. He just walked and I was like, in. this is fantastic. Then he went past me, like, freaking out. Yeah. Um, never had any leader bikes or anything like that. Um, but it's fun watching at the drag strip, seeing what the, those guys are trapping. You're like, oh, I can, I can do you that. You can run that. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. I can hit and it. I'm more comfortable than you are. Like it's, Yeah, right, exactly. Does this have AC still in it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, and look at you. That's, that, you, that's, that's the other thing. You know, part of my mantra is, like, I want this thing to be a street car that is, it's, it's a, Streetcar. I'm like, I don't want to lose creature comforts. I want it to look and feel as comfortable as. How it. often do you drive it? Um, man, during the on season, it's. I try to get it out at least once a week, at least to get the, the fuel moving around. Yeah. I don't I know, drive you, it too I know far. you drove it up to the to the car show, and that's where we yep. met each other. So. Honestly, when it when it ran that 10:36 at Keystone, I drove it from Morgantown to Keystone, which is an hour and 20 minutes. Yes. Ran the 10:36 at 1:38, put the street tires back on, and drove it. Back really? home, yeah. yeah Which is just... kind of ballsy to do with the yeah. A, a... Where'd you put the tires? Uh, ha actually had them in the car, okay. but on the way home, yeah, because it was just a slicks, so oh. they were in the car. Okay. On the way home, Darcy met me in the truck, so I just loaded up. Or was she even? I don't know. She had the truck. That's no, she cool. rode. She rode with me. There yeah, was a guy. The there was a guy in Houston back in the day. He had an Integra Type R, and a legit Integra Type yeah. R, and he built a little trailer. Uh, on the back of his, it's like the carry, it's like the drag week guys. Yes, that would carry his tires and everything, and he had a removable hitch off the back of it. Yep. And the guy would go, he would show up, you know, 
do everything he needed to do, take the hitch off, everything. He had like his own little pit stall with a little, you know, yep. canopy over the top. Yeah. Put everything on, raced all day, hooked everything back up, put it on the trailer, put it on the trailer, and drove home. Yep. <laughs> like, not even, not even missing a step. No. So much about it, NASA. Like, it was is that is that how NASA? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it it gets good, gets driven pretty frequently. Like I said, since like um, when I built it in 2014, I've maybe put 8,000 miles on it I think but mm. it's yeah I'm not taking it that far I'm not it's not a DD or anything it's a fair weather you know weekend yeah, car yeah fair weather car yeah um, absolutely as it should be I mean yeah but I'm, horsepower, you don't want to drive it in the rain yeah I, I definitely try to avoid that or if I am stay out of the throttle for sure yeah, yeah. But, don't want to um, drive it in the snow yeah yeah not in the east although it would be fun if you were at a some kind of ice park or something oh yeah It'd yeah be it. it was, right it was fun on stock turbo and all yeah. that stuff that was that was a lot of fun but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to to drive it. I there's some guys that build these things and then they just kind of leave it set and like yep. oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm driving it and I'm gonna beat the crap out of it. That's good, and that's what this podcast is all about. She, really, these guys it. driving their cars. You yeah, know? I mean, you got to get out there and, and drive them. That's what they're. That's what you built them for. That's what you yep. got the money in there for. Exactly. You know. And Speaking of money, if you don't mind, if I yeah. ask, how much do you think you got in this car? <laughs> I was I was actually minus the purchase price. I was thinking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um. Without the purchase price, mm-hmm. I, I made an Excel sheet years ago, and I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> a horrible idea. Well, now you have evidence. That's yeah, right. Issue. Exactly. Start, you know, you, you add, and then you do you know, the sum, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> about 30 That's not bad. Yeah. For, it's $30? Just, yeah, $30. <laughs> yeah, $30. Yeah, $30. <laughs> Is that with taxes? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it's not bad, but it, I can't help but think, like, if I had a Z06 and I put thirty grand into that. What, what would that been? Well, that would be a different ride, be, a different experience, <laughs> I'm sure. It would have a chute on the back. Yes. So, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, there's, a, there's an Evo 10 tax, you know, the parts are, are not cheap for them, mm, like yeah. the old DSMs and stuff like that. Those can get kind of down there. You know, if you blow a short, short block, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, $800 to fix it. It's, you're, you know, a crate engine still five grand for these things, you know, 45 Wow. Grand. Yeah, I mean, I think when Wayne blew his, I think that's about what he paid, with it, you know. Yep. Five six there. grand to get it, to so get it rebuilt. And you try to keep it together. Yeah, it's you know you. Well, again, you built a car. You know what's in it. You appreciate it a whole lot more. You're not going to do something stupid in it, right. and you know. Yeah, and it's even in. I mean, the best in the business. You know, you beat the crap out of your car. You beat the bearings out of it and stuff. Yeah, it'll it'll fail at some point. Mm-hmm. But as long as you have that expectation and know what you would do next. What's the weakest link in these cars right here? If somebody was upgrading them uh, from a factory, mm-hmm. from the factory. Um, the it's typically the rods, I believe, they go rods. right around 400 wheel torque, um, which really isn't bad. But on stock turbo, 400 wheel torque is like 450 horsepower because it's right. so small, you know, mm-hmm. the, the torque curve and stuff. Um, but there are guys that are pushing, you know, they'll put a big turbo on it and keep the torque down. And it'll get 600 out of, you know, 6, 650 out of a stock really? block. Yeah, just because oh. it's out, it's way out in the RPM range, yep. you know. Um, so that's the weak link. I'm trying to think. There's really nothing to where like you have to fix this. Or you're going to have issues. It's mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty. Well, there's a reason it's called the evolution. It's, yeah. it's evolved over the, all the years. I mean, Mitsubishi should you know this was the last you know the last of them. So yep. this should be the best. You think they're ever going to come back? I I. You think in, they're going to come back bastardized like the Eclipse yeah, Cross? Right. So that's <laughs> that's my. Can we get the Evo Cross, please? I don't think they're going to come back in this kind of form. You think it'll like, be electrified? It, it'll Evo? be something, and I—I I mean, we've—I've 
a lot of people have seen, you know, concepts put out of the new Evo that is in, like an Eclipse Cross. It's a, yeah. it's oh, a it's compact SUV. I'm so, or it's just I'm like, so upset that no. they did that. So in this form, I don't think it'd be a really cool surprise for them to do that. Um, everything's going electric anyways, too. So it's hard for these companies to do engine programs. You know, mm-hmm. that's why the Super has the BMW engine. It didn't make sense, didn't make sense for them to do their own right. um, remake. So they just used BMW engine, which those things are sweet, too. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what, Mitsubishi's kind of a shell of itself right now. I'm, I'm a they're little, ha- I mean, it's not, I'm a little they're not disappointed well. with them, you know. They're, they're a forklift company now. Yeah, right. They're, <laughs> they're not doing well with cars, that's for sure. No, they're definitely not doing well with cars, you know. They, they've lost that essence of, of what they kind of were built on at that point, you know, and yeah. it, it sucks to see because they had some really iconic cars, you know, the the three thousand GT. This. Oh, the nineties were mean for these. Oh things, man. my god, the nineties, the Galant, the Galant VR four. Yeah. You know, I mean, dude, they had some really really nice cars, and then it was just like after two thousand, they were, you know, they got soft, all they had was yeah. Evo. That yeah. was it. Everything else was kind of like, huh. Which the, yeah, those were. We'll make the passenger car for everybody, right. I guess. You know, and, yeah, they just got kind of soft over, over time. But yeah, so com- coming back from to, to like an Evo, yeah, I don't think that they'll they'll do that. If if they did, it would be electric. I would say. You think so? My, yeah, be, that's my. What's uh, your take on electric cars? Do you like from, them? You hate them? Um, I like them. Darcy's brother actually has a Model X P100D. Mm. Um, and that's an alright vehicle. Yeah, I think it just scoots. <laughs> it's huge. It just it's really you rode in it. Yeah, it's. Stupid yeah. fast, and like, you know, could damn near keep up with this thing, you know, to a certain extent. Sure. But like, you go back into this thing, you feel like a caveman because you just came out of this SUV that's just just pulling, and and you're just and you're just chilling. Where yeah. this thing, you know, oh, you're driving, you're, this wor- thing. you're working it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're working. Yeah. So you do definitely feel like a caveman, and I mean, I I started in um, RC cars, so when I was growing up, it was nitro. And you see the electric guys like, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you know, you can see it coming. Now it's like, oh, you're nitro. Oh, yeah. bless your heart. Because the electric cars are just unbelievable Well, it's, um, it's the new yeah. EFI versus carburetor, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's probably the next five to ten years. It's going to be like, oh, you're still running fuel? Yeah, uh, right. <sighs> yeah, every, every gas vehicle dinosaur. you're going to see is, is going to be at the drag strip probably. Yes. That's um, exactly <laughs> But yeah, it's it's it's. But worth- I hate to see that though, because I like I like gas powered cars. Yep. I don't want to see everything electrified. Yep, I like I like a thousand moving parts mm-hmm. instead of like ten. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too, and I mean, and I think I don't know if we even talked about that on the podcast with you, uh, but just the range, it's just not it's not there yet. You know, it's not it's not to the point where I'm comfortable with it at this yeah. point. That and the the excitement is completely different. You know, whenever you get that that high performance electric car, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when the GTRs came out. It was like people, oh, these things are nuts, and then they own them for a while. You know, some people they own them for a while, and like I got bored with it because it yeah. was just so easy to go so fast. I right. mean, there are guys that, like we were talking, they'll send their GTR off to the shop, never raced it, probably even good chance never even drove a GTR, mm-hmm. and then they'll go to the track and run a seven second quarter mile on their first pass. Ugh. It's like. It's, it's too easy. Yeah, it's too Which, easy. I mean, once you get there, you're still you're still driving a good bit, but you got to fight for it, mm-hmm. you know? and and you're definitely fighting for it, especially with a manual car, uh, slipping the clutch myself and everything. You know, mm-hmm. cause no no automatic. Slippers. Well, that's what we talk. You know, I I think a lot of guys talk about you know, 
you know, what's the driving experience like and is it worth the money that you've put in this? So obviously you got the price of the car plus 30. You know, is the driving experience worth that, do you think? Right. I mean, I mean, I drove, I rode in it. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't drive it, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's so much, it's, it's, you know, it's a loaded question in a way because there's so many other caveats that are added into that that I can't not think about. Mm-hmm. Like everything I've learned from this and, you know, the, the friends that have gained from it and like she and I, we, the community is awesome. Once, once you get up to this kind of level to where mm-hmm. everybody's pretty serious. Um, oh yeah. You don't have a bunch of douches yeah. coming around going, Oh, why, why are you on that? Why? Right. Do you need, yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll be in an event and, and the, the finals are coming up and one guy's broken and the other guy has his part to fix mm-hmm. it. Well, he's going to give it to him because I want to, I want to face the best you on the line. So I will help you fix your car so we can race it. Well, there. yeah. Cause that's what you want to do. Everybody's just super, super chill. It's, it's really fun. So, I mean, yeah, the driving experience itself. Yeah. It's, it's sweet. It's cool. It's, <laughs> it's so much. Fun. It's worth, it's worth it's the just, money you put into it. It's huh? a riot. And yeah. you know, like you said on Mitch's podcast, he's just, you know, you kind of, once you think that you're the fastest guy out there, you're very quickly going to find out you're not. Dude, there's but, monsters out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to – I absolutely agree. And I'm waiting for the day because I'm going to get eaten alive at some point. But 99.5% of the cars, you, you could walk it just driving down the street. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? like, it's going to be something that it's going to – Yeah, it's going to pull up next to me. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it starts making yeah. all the right noises, and you're like – Oh boy! Yeah. You start sweating, oh, no. <laughs> like you're gonna yeah. pass out. Yeah, Tunnel vision comes in. <laughs> there are absolutely people I could think of that are local to me that it could wipe the floor with me, and yeah. I, I love it. It, it keeps you going. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But to have that that idea that I can pretty much smoke most people on the road—that's that's a fun feeling too. Oh, I bet it um, is. Without you know, without, especially if you're. Without being and I hate to bust on it. the Subaru community again, but if the you know Subaru pulls up next to you and you know. He's vaping, yeah. and he's like, hey, man, yeah, trying to run you. <laughs> and, I mean, you just absolutely just rip into him. And it's, it's – I mean, what do you do at that it, point? It's you know? all in the person, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I pull up to somebody that I think I could beat and they whoop on me, I'm like, man, that was awesome. What do you yeah. – do do? or yeah. other people, there are some people that get pissed off and maybe want to fight you or something. Well, it's again, like, when what? you get to your level of 700 horsepower and you're running, right. you know, mid-tens, uh, probably high nines in it, when you get to that level – and someone beats you, you go, I, I need to know what's in that. Yeah, sure. That's, that's incredible. What's your story? Yeah. Yes, I want to do exactly. a podcast on you because yes. you just whooped me on this thing. Yes, that's exactly right. And, it's, and I mean, uh, you know, for me, I like to restore old cars and stuff like that. And when yep. I see, like, a really beautifully done car that's, that's very well just put together, it's tight, uh, it doesn't have a bunch of loose ends and stuff like that, I'm like, that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that's the guy I want to talk to because you want to get better. Yep. You and know? it's... That's the other thing is just, you know, don't cut corners. Like, certain things you can, you know, kind of get away with here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, your air intake doesn't need to be a $700 K&N. It's, it's a right. pipe with a filter on the end, mm-hmm. you know. Correct. But if you're going for, like, engine internals or something that, you know, is, is a big deal with a car, just, like, injectors, fuel injectors. Mm-hmm. Just spend the 1200 bucks on fuel injectors and forget about it. Yep. Um, you don't have to worry about it. So, yeah, just... There, there are definitely ways that you can kind of make it a little bit cheaper, but in the end, if you want to do it right, you just just do it right, or you're gonna have just do it right. The first such time. a headache. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think I have a couple of buddies who have built their cars two or three times, and they at the very end they're just like, oh, I should have just done this in the first place. It would have cost me yeah. one third less. I mean, even with this thing, there's absolutely stuff that is on this car now that I would do differently. So what do you got? What do you what do you, what is something on here? That uh, I wouldn't have done the two two, the two point two liter okay. overboard. Um, I would have just kept it stock displacement because the headaches that come with that. 
Um, what kind of headaches you come home? Uh, so well, other than uh, the big, you said the biggest headache, which I believe it might be the block, it might be something with the turbo kit too. It has phantom knock like crazy. Mm. So there's no 93 octane tune on this. It's okay. just I could I could putz around, but I wouldn't want to make power because we have the knock uh, sensor filtered out uh-huh. because it, knock sensor. You know, once it. Mitch, Mitch is asking us if we want more beers. <laughs> I'm working on I'm talking too much. Yes, we'll have more beers, sir. Yes, thank you. There's this one that's been sitting here. I'll drink that one. Okay. Well, it's cold enough it's in sweaty. here that it probably is all right. So. Yeah. Oh, I got, some, I got, um. Redemption Rye's really good. Oh, you got that too. Yeah, that Redemption Rye's good. It's cheap too. Yep. It was like the chair. Yeah, yeah, that Great Lakes is good. Yeah, you'll like that Great Lakes. Which one's that? That's the Great Lakes. Dormander the Golden. Gold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that Great Lakes. Um, but yeah, I found that, and the uh, they just opened a new what fine line wine and liquors. I don't yeah, know, fine whatever wine the PA, whatever, yeah. yeah, whatever the PA one is, and that was on the chairman selection, and it was like I don't know, like twenty eight <laughs> bucks. I'm like, oh, there it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Swallowed up that that cigar real good. <laughs> that was a good one. <coughs> First time. Jesus. First time. <laughs> Whew. It's all right. It's the first time for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really. That was fun. We've yeah, had, first time. We've had a, we've had enough jokes with these things. Uh, <coughs> choking is probably oh, the last Jesus. joke that we need. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, but no, yeah, I bought that. It, like I said, it was like twenty eight bucks, thirty two bucks. Yeah, it's what a really, it's, it's really, really good, good. Really good rye. Yes, it's absolutely. It's delicious. So. Um, but yeah, anyway, so back to back. Phantom to knock. Phantom uh, knock. Yes. I started tuning it, and so you tune it, you tune it yourself? No, so. Okay. Uh, WTF tuned out in Utah. It's an e-tune car. Oh, TJ oh, nice. Van caught with them, tuned it to this level. Uh, seems as though he's kind of gotten out of the game a bit. So over the winter, I plan to do double pumper, and I think I'm going to do it myself. Okay, nice. just tune it from that level. There's there's resources out there you can pay for, and mm-hmm. probably just go that route because honestly, at this point, the hard part's done. It yep. idles well. It drivability is awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, so, it was it was what you wanted. It was a street car yep. that, you know. So we started tuning it, and it starts to tip in at like 3,500, 4,000 RPMs, and that check engine light would just start flashing, and it pulls timing. It you know pulls everything. If it's if it's bad enough, it'll it'll cut the throttle. Um, and you can't you, you can't tune around that, and you don't want to because right. supposedly the car is knocking. So I got a. Uh, uh, Best sound in the world on a Friday, by the way. (laughs) I needed that this week, man. Big big time. Um, I got a... I think think they call it a wideband. I'm not sure. It could be Mm -hmm. way off. Um, But a tunable knock sensor. Oh, okay. Uh, Threw it on the the engine. um, That just runs into your microphone uh, port on your laptop. And there's a software you can buy. It's called... uh, What is it? Tuner knock monitor is what it is on my laptop. It's like tuner nerd or something. Puts they should together. have been able to call it big knock. Or something <laughs> yeah, right, like exactly. I mean, they totally missed it. Yeah, right. they had they, had they an missed the boat on that one. I'm not gonna lie to you. The the marketing department had a knock yeah. knock in the in the Hi, deal. Yeah. Big yeah, right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason with Big Knockers. I'm here to tune your would you car. Like to see, would you like to see this? <laughs> so <laughs> we we never <laughs> you could. You plug it in your laptop, you record the pool, and you can filter the signal and everything. See, it's pretty much a, a set of debt cans, uh, you know, but you can do it after the fact. Debt cans are just it's a headset you put on, and you can hear if the engine's detonating. Uh, similar idea is just through the knock sensor um, on the laptop. 
And so that's pretty trick. So yeah, we I had I had him set it to just wastegate pressure to where we you know very minimal timing, mm-hmm. just so we knew what the car sounded like when it wasn't knocking. And then when you start bumping it up, I would listen to each pool and say, "Yep, I don't hear it, hear nothing, hear nothing." Mm-hmm. You can catch those spikes. So you can tune it that way. Plus, tuning on ethanol, uh, knock wise, is pretty safe because being that ethanol is um, not as volatile as 93 octane, it's torque limited before it'll knock. So like 93 octane, you have to watch your tuning because it'll knock before you've hit, hit max torque. Okay. Whereas with E85, you'll hit max torque before it starts knocking. So that's why tuning these things on the dyno is really nice because you can, you can keep adding timing, add mm-hmm. timing. Well, you're not getting return. Um, you know, right. you're not getting more horsepower out of it. You're pretty much at peak torque. Take a, degree, back. take a degree or two off, and you're fine. And ethanol typically won't uh, knock on you as long as it's good quality. So that's why we have the confidence to run this um, on E85, you know, full-blown, because mm-hmm. it shouldn't knock. Um, and I've had the head off plenty of times changing head gaskets, and the top of the pistons are all, they're all fine. There's, there's no nicks in them or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's not knocking. Um, but, yeah, the car has a huge phantom knock issue, and kind of is what it is. You just point. live with it. At this yeah, point. right. That's like I, I'm a muscle car guy. You live with a lot of yeah. really weird noises in a muscle car. Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> I believe it. Um, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It, it, it runs fine, though. Yeah, it's fine. I, I don't promise. worry about it. It's but fine. it did make me feel better having that, that other knock sensor where I can actually listen to the mm-hmm. engine. Um, so that's the biggest thing, and it could be a harmonics thing with the 2.2 um, to where the, the factory knock sensor doesn't like how the natural frequencies and stuff have changed at the block You know, because the boards are bigger. It's a possibility. Um, yeah, when you start getting into kind of the territory you're in, you start worrying about things like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, you know, 400 yeah. horsepower cars are like, you don't really worry about harmonics and yeah, right. dampening and things. But once you start pushing, you know, what's your red line on this? Almost nine? Uh, 88, 90. So yeah. call it nine. Yeah, nine, nine grand. Yep. Once you start getting up into that, then you've got to start worrying about things, you know, how they're... Because I mean, honestly, at, at the factory, they never test. They don't test that. <laughs> no. They don't test thirty-seven pounds of boost at nine grand. No, just, no, you know. no. When they built this, they built this for reliability. Yeah. For you to have for a hundred, hundred fifty thousand miles, and then do what you want with it. You know? And I mean, back compared to when I built this thing, you know, like I said, twenty fourteen, it's it's progressed so much over the years to where like people don't typically do overbores now because they know the head gasket issues. You can O-ring it, and that's fine. Some people still do. You just you have to do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, this, seems, this platform's progressed a lot. Um, yeah, well, that's the progression of the sport, I yeah. guess you could say. You know, I mean, that, I mean, that's like those guys who get the brand new, <laughs> what you say? Evolution of the sport. It's the, yeah, it's the evolution of the sport. That's good. He's a marketing guy. You should yeah. be the big knockers guy. Yeah. Yeah. Big knockers. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. it's funny, though, like... Last year, I believe it was last year, the 8.9 4G63 platform hit seven second quarter mile. Yes. And last year, Evo 10 hit seven second quarter mile. English mm-hmm. Racing did it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, STM had a car that could have done it a few years ago. Um, they ended up selling it, I think. Um, so it was there, but it's just so funny that that platform, that 4G63, has so much, such a longer history back in the oh, 90s. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah um, early compared 90s. to this think, thing, yeah, late late 80s, early 90s. I think. Yeah, I, I forget when they the, were in. They were in the first gens for sure. Yeah, which I think it was which 90, 90. 93, 94, was it? I, I don't know. 90, 91 was the first. Yeah, first yeah, gen that of could absolutely be yes. right. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot of that history, but yeah. um, so yeah, it's, yeah. Looking back now, like I said, there were definitely things that I would do differently. Um, 
That so was the, a big one. The yeah, Q2. so that, that's the big one? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I would have gone with the right cam and spring setup right off the right. bat. Right, what you said. Um, but it's just like, it was just stupid crap that I went through to get to the point to figure that out because they came from Busher with dual valve springs, so really heavy spring. These don't like really heavy springs. Um, in the Myvec cam gear uh, for the variable cam timing, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll crack um, with a heavy spring. And when I first fired this up, it had idle issues and oil pressure was kind of dropping and it wouldn't idle, which is like a classic sign of yes. too heavy of a, a valve spring. So I went lighter, um, everything was doing okay, and then oil pressure was dropping again with the lighter spring. I was like, what's going on? So I pulled out the oil pump and the relief valve was stuck like wide open. Mm. So this car, when it was cold, it would start, it had like 35 pounds of oil pressure. I was like, okay, that's cool. Fix that relief valve, now it's like 100. <laughs> it was 35 the whole entire thing, time this thing was built. I was like, oh, that's normal. And then yeah. I hit, I was like, oh my God, there it is. There's the pressure. <laughs> so then you look back like, oh, those valve springs were probably fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you just do these stupid little routes. You, you, you live and down. you learn. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, I guess, not really the joy of yeah. tuning a, a newer car. It's a hobby. You know? it's, yeah. It's, yeah. You, you got to expect that but stuff. But you're doing, you know, you're, you're basically experimenting with the car yeah. the entire yeah. time that you're running it. You know? Yeah. And, um, uh, the guys with the older cars, everything's pretty much been done to those cars. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing. If you have a problem and you get on the internet and you just search your problem, someone has an answer for yep, it. Exactly. Newer cars, completely different. I feel sorry for those new super guys because the new super guys are probably having a real big issue yeah. right now with you know trying to figure out well, what's going the, on with it. And the, the death of the, the forums. Like I miss oh, forums yeah. so much. Facebook oh, so just sucks for a forum. Yep. Because yeah, there's, you know, you can't, every day you see a post, like, what's the best clutch? Like, man, yep. back in forum days, you would have had 13 yes. threads about clutches. Yeah, uh, we talked about that with Terry when he was building his, uh, his exo truck. Uh, it was kind of towards the end of the forums, and he's like, then all of a sudden someone bought them, and then they were gone, and all of my yep. resources were gone, yep. you know? And you I had just to figure lost. it all out. I mean, this is, I, I relied so heavily on people's build threads and, you know, yeah. uh, their how-tos and stuff that, it, without that, it would have been tough. Uh, yeah, to I mean, you can stuff. still find it. It's just really hard to find now. Yeah. Now a lot of it is Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Re- oh, is Reddit doing that now? Is, is Reddit kind of doing that? I mean, They'll have there's some stuff, some yeah. Information. I mean, yeah. you have to do some sifting. Yeah. Because it's, it's definitely not as moderated as some of the forums. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And, the, yeah. I mean, the organization of the forum is great, too, because yeah. you'd have, you know, Evo 10, you got the GSR section and the OMR, MR section. Are oh, you working on the engine or drivetrain? You know, so that... that that makes me sad, the whole death of all that. Of it, yet, who bought that? Someone bought that, and then they just, I mean, they which, kind of Which them. form? Yeah, that, I th- they bought that, like, uh, I guess that format. Oh, okay. A, yeah, it was yeah, like a format. It. Terry was telling me about it, and it... Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't Zuckerberg. Although he might. He's probably listening to this right now. It's, you know, yeah. dialed into us, you know. Yeah, it was kind of like the batteries. Every time we start busting on, on the electric cars, the batteries go out in all of the equipment. <laughs> And I guarantee it's uh, old Elon listening in, and he's like, "Ah, we don't need this kind of bad press, sir." <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, he, he would he would do that too. Mm-hmm. He's goofball. Yeah, exactly. So so what's uh, what's next for this? Um, are you happy with this? Or are you? I mean, you know? if I wasn't happy, it'd slap me in the head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but right now it's um, it's fuel pump limited. Okay. Um, and the fuel pump's not fully tuned. Uh, it's not it's not being fully used now because I switched from a Walboro 450 to a 525, but we never touched the tune, so it has more in it. Mm-hmm. If I could get a hold of my tuner, um, COVID. Yeah, eh, oh, yeah. Man, did you just bust on your tuner? 
He's 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 disappeared. But uh, he did a good job <laughs> That's now. Not good. He did a good job on the car here, but you just can't get a hold of him these days. Um, but he's gotten out of the game. Yeah, it seems check, like it. Check on your tuners. <laughs> yeah, check okay? on your tuners, people. Everybody, everybody, send an email right now to your tuners. Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? Do you have the COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the COVIDs? Yes. Are you canceling Thanksgiving because of the COVID? <laughs> We laugh about this, but this just happened to me today. So, anyways, yeah. that's neither here nor there. That's why I'm yeah. having a lot of beers tonight. There you so. go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I plan to go double pumper, double okay. fuel pump. Um, the issue with that, when you start pulling good 60 foots at the drag strip, all the fuel shifts to the back of the tank, and you starve it, starve the pump. Correct. Um, this thing, I literally have to have it filled up like the filler neck. Wow. Or it'll starve at the top of first going in the second. It happened a lot last weekend, so I'm just like, yeah. So I'm going to do uh, a sump in it. I probably do a surge tank. Oh. So just use you know the factory uh, fuel tank with a just a, a pump that feeds a surge tank. So it's just an external tank that sits in the trunk of the car, mm-hmm. has two fuel pumps in it. Um, so that's exactly what it's for. Is if there's you know starvation it, starvation issues, it 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 well it it, it always that's where you, your fuel is fed from. But you're not reliant on this little fuel basket that's in the factory tank. Correct. You have you know, a nice solid tank full of fuel that by the time you're through the mayhem, you will not have burnt through all that That's fuel. a good way of putting in this mayhem. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You There's lose no track of time when you're going down that strip <sighs> right there. Nice. There's a lot of things going on. And that's what's so funny is, like, it's it's a 10-second car, and, and that's what it feels like. I can't imagine. You're Paul these. Walker. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pay back my dues. Um <laughs> But, you know, there's guys running sevens and stuff, and like pulling one flat sixty. Yeah, foots. can you imagine three seconds less in this thing? Oh, Jesus, what do you? What do you? I, I can't even. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Erica Enders, so she has won pro stock like the past two or three years in a row now. Yeah, her car runs just, I mean, stupid stuff. And I, at some point, I want to get her on the podcast because I want to pick her brain about what she's physically thinking and feeling when going yeah. down the strip and doing, you know, five six second passes yeah you, you know? people get it seems like the people have done it for a long time you just get desensitized to it i guess you know? so it's i mean she's I mean, been I mean, racing I mean, since she well, we were in elementary school she was racing junior dragster yeah. so i mean she's used to it but you, you do get used to it to some extent i mean, I mean me yeah. it's like you you know you race you get down you're in the strip and you're like i mean for me i've i've never had a 10 second car i had a 12 second car i'm like what just happened in those yeah. 12 seconds? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I shifted a lot and there was a lot of loud noises, but. I mean, that's yeah. I have a GoPro on the side of my helmet mm-hmm. just so after the pass and be like, what actually happened there? Like, did I actually have traction off the line? Because <laughs> I can't really remember. Uh, yeah. yeah, you just go to sleep for, yeah. for you're just, 10 to 15 seconds, you're asleep. And you're, and you're focusing on your shifts, getting your shifts right, you know, uh, just so the last thing you're worried about is mm-hmm. the, the, you know, what did I have traction? It's, sometimes it's obvious when you don't. Um, sometimes you think you did have good traction. Oh, that's a good one. And then you watch a video and you're just yeah. ripping the tires off. Well, that's ah. why people have teams. Was that tires or was that yeah, according to the videos, it's all tires. That's why people have teams who watch all that stuff yeah, for sure. you while you just drive it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but yeah, you just. So, upgraded fuel system. Yep. Any more power? Yeah, it would, it would get more power with the fuel system. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure. Why not? Do you it, want to upgrade the power anymore, or is this is this where you think you're gonna live? You're gonna live with this right here. Um, no, I'm, I'm living with all of this. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna get the fuel going and then give it all okay. the fuel that it could use, right. and then keep that there. I okay, won't, I won't go any more ridiculous than this. Um, at this point in time, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. 
So yeah. outside outside of Evos, so what do you what do you daily? Um, have a 2016 F-150, the 2.7 okay. EcoBoost. Is that is that pumped up? Nope. Didn't touch it. I was like, I'm not touching this touch thing. Didn't want to touch that one? Not okay. touching it. Right. I, it's, it's, it's the full vehicle. Oh, Mitch is so, so upset with it's just him. It's just nice <laughs> to just get in and, and turn the key and, it kinda, is. and know it's going to go. Yes. yes. So that's, and it's, it's a tow vehicle for this, so mm-hmm. just let this go. Um, mm-hmm. After this. Yeah, what we, do you want to do after this? We need a bigger garage, and it's her turn because she really okay. wants. She Has really, she run this one? Uh, no, she hasn't. She hasn't driven it in this state. Mm-hmm. She's driven it here and there, but not. I don't think she's ever getting this thing full throttle. Okay. Um, but she just, you know, because she, she's she's all around it, and she loves the community too, and she's tired of watching. She wants to race. So right. what is she into? She she loves the new super, but hates automatics. So she's kind of in a in a weird spot with that. Automatic shift faster than you can ever shift. Oh, I know, absolutely. <laughs> that's the that's the motto. Mm-hmm. There's just so much more fun. Uh, it is a lot more fun gears. to bang gears. Yeah. absolutely, it is. So uh, it's kind of. I mean, that's what she likes that. But she, I mean, she she can drive a stick. She she daily to stick for a long time. Mm-hmm. So she's, she, you know, so so probably new Supra here in a few years. <laughs> that's that goal. Or uh, might as well she, start saving up, buddy. <laughs> besides besides that, I think even more than that, she really wants to do a kit car. Okay. So the two of us don't want to kick car. Um, not sure. Well, exactly you can call what. Terry. I know. Terry's right, right down the street. He's, he's building them for five grand. That's what he says. They started to put those together. Like, all right, I might do that. Um, but he was going to put dual Tesla motors in one of those. I know. Can you? I think it's going to be nutty. Can you imagine what that's going to feel like? Your your insides are going to be ripped out. He's, how heavy did he say it was? Did he say how heavy it was? Uh, it was somewhere around like tw- I think twenty eight hundred or something yeah. like that. You know. It's yeah, and yeah, it's that thing would be nuts. But yeah, that's that's our our future plan is we want to build a kit car for her to. That's cool. Enjoy. Um, the know. kit cars are, are really cool now, and especially they they've come such a long way. I remember, I remember when I was growing up, kind of in the '90s and stuff. That some of those kit cars they were just like, well, they were shitty. They were really bad. Yeah. <laughs> they were bad fiberglass cars and just poorly put together. Mm-hmm. And now that like the factory five stuff, I think we talked about the factory five stuff when we were on your podcast. That I mean, guys like Terry who are building stuff that actually has like suspension geometry mm-hmm. where it yep. can handle and physically yep. do things, and it's not just a pretty Fiero rolling down right, the road. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you can. And there's which, by the way, look. I, the past two days, I must have searched Fiero for some odd reason. I don't know. I went down the Fiero rabbit hole, and now I've seen two of the most beautiful Fieros in my entire life. Have come through on Facebook. One went for ninety grand the other I day. I saw that. I almost sent you a picture of a <laughs> One went for ninety grand. And there was another one that popped up today. Was it a C- It was SEMA fails. Was it it might have been SEMA fails. And everybody's like, "That's not a fail." Like, <laughs> yes, it might have been SEMA fails. It had the most beautiful body kit on this Fiero, and it looked legit. Looked and good. the guys and the guy put an LS1 in it. I'm like. I want Shoot. that. <laughs> that would be fun. Yep. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're with SEMA Fails and you're one of the moderators on there, keep it the way it is because I love when people post really nice builds on there and then they just get flamed. Eaten up, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Not a fail. Her dad actually has a Fiero that I think is in pretty decent shape sitting at their house, and I've eyeballed, eyeballed that a few times. It's they got LS1 outside, kits. Sucks, they got LS1 kits. That's all yeah, I know. That'd be nuts. That's crazy, and kind of yeah. like uh, uh, so. The last one, Brian, he has a, he's had a few DeLoreans, yeah. And I was asking him about 
LS1 DeLoreans, and he's a stock guy. He wants yeah. to keep it bone stock. And I'm like, an LS1 DeLorean would be a, a hoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be fun. I you mean, know? I mean, Twin re- turbo LS1? Reliable and just, yeah. just nutty. Yeah. Yes. Indeed, yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to swap. You got to yeah, do like fun, you got to do like a K twenty four. My aunt had a Fiero something. back in the day. Maybe that's why I still kind of like. She had a white Fiero back in the day, Ooh. and then um, she ended up getting married to a guy, and they bought twin Supras. All right, and this was before yeah. I knew cars and everything like that. And so when she passed away, yeah. <laughs> when she passed, when she passed away, um, my mom's like, oh yeah, uh, they had a. Uh, they had a white Supra and a black Supra. And that's when I was old enough, I was in college, to yeah. understand what they Pick were. Up I was like, it. oh, yeah. my God, really? I was like, send pictures to me. They're like, they don't know what to do with the cars. Oh, they were first gen, or oh. second gen. Oh, I see. Not yeah, day four. They weren't the, yeah, they were the 1Gs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, weren't the two, they weren't the two Jay-Zs. Yep. So, you know. Yeah, oh, well. Whatever. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's still sweet. There's, there's actually one of those. Still make some power with them. Yeah, they're, and they're coming They're coming up in value now. People want them. Yep. You know? There's a guy that's been driving up past our house there in Morgantown. And a few months ago, he went past. It's a. It's an old, you know, has a 1JZ in it. I'm you know, it's MK3 or whatever has yep. a 1J. Uh, and he drove past really easy the one day with the hood off the car. I was like, okay, this guy's working on it. And then later, hood's off, but he's starting to let the turbo spool a little bit. Ooh. And then, you know, you get the... Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he's starting to get there. And then, so it's been funny watching this guy progress because then today I was outside working on the car and I heard him come up the road. He's just ripping the tires off. He's like, my man got it tuned. <laughs> you talked to him yet? Or? No, no, I've been trying to like catch him as he goes by because, yeah. you know, we're on a, a kind of a busy two lane. He's like, yeah. hey, 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 I have this Evo. <laughs> I've, been lis- I've been listening to you. <laughs> I've been watching you, sir. It's kind of creepy, right? Yeah. I've been listening to you. But it's, it's just funny that like. We all do it. Yeah, oh, watching yeah. his progression because it's you know he's obviously been working on the thing and it's ripping the tires off today. Like, Hell yeah! You know what's funny in my neighborhood, it, uh, Mitch? You've been to my neighborhood. The uh, the where I live at is a cul-de-sac, and it's nothing but really old people that live up yeah. towards me. All the younger people live at the bottom of the hill, and there is a GTR that pulls in there once a month mm. to someone old person's house. It's probably someone's son. You know what I mean? But this thing sounds tuned, and it looks extremely nice. Oh, yeah? <laughs> extremely nice. You know what I mean? That's nice. But I'm the same way. I, I always want to catch the guy. I can hear him, but then I'm not going to get out of bed. And yeah, right, exactly. Like, I have to walk. I have to run to the end of my street to catch yeah. him. So I hey, say, yeah, I, want to say, I want to talk about your car, man. Yeah. You know so it's been mean? fun watching that. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Make him stop. Exactly, exactly. So if uh, someone wanted to build one of these... Um, and they wanted to ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah. Would you answer all the questions? Or are you, oh, one, of those, or are you one of those guys who's like, no, I built mine. Uh, I <laughs> want mine to be the fastest. I love it. I could talk about this thing forever. Nice. And, you know, it's uh, had many people at car shows, you know, guys like, oh, I just got that GSR over there. Like, what do you mm-hmm. recommend? It's like, well, pull up the chair. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm How happy. many guys come up to this and don't know what they're looking at and they just go, what? This is a nice intake you got on this you, car here. Yeah, you, you, can, you can definitely tell, like, you know, especially the older guys too. They're like, what's that? What's that gold-looking thing in the back there? It's like, oh, that's the turbo. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but you get guys. You know, pretty much our age or younger. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll hover and they they, know they get cars. it. Yeah, they know these. Cars. It's funny to watch guys kind of the older guys who, who you know, no offense to them, don't necessarily know much about these if they're not into yep. them. So just kind of look at it and be like, just give it a little a little nod and then keep mm-hmm. walking. <laughs> they have no idea. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Is that a Borg Warner? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, what do you? I always like to ask everybody on the podcast, like, what do you do for a living? Um, what do you do every day? Oil and gas. Okay. Um, uh, fracturing service company. Yes. Work for. Uh, I'm an yep. analyst for them. Mm-hmm. Analyst. Okay. A- analyst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good at what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, so it's all coming together now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a field engineer for six or seven years of my life, and then went over to the procurement side, and then um, started, you know, pretty good with Excel. That's kind of what I do all day, every day, um, at this point, and just pulling reports together. So that's it, and that's yeah, it ties into. I mean, I went to college for MET up at Penn State Barron's for mechanical engineering technology. So it's, you had to throw Penn State in there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of <laughs> living in living in Morgantown, people were like, "Oh, you went WVU, right?" Like, nope. Sure no, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, <sure>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So using my degree every day, absolutely not. Like they, you know, they give you a crash course on uh, machining, like welding and then, you know, brazing and using a mill and using a lathe. Right. Um, I use my degree more working on this thing than I do um, in my day to day. You know, but it's just kind of You can come work for our company. Out. We do a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what, that, that's what. Uh, why I started this podcast is because there's a bunch of guys like you, you yep. know, like Mitch, you know, that we're just car guys hanging out, you know, and they have like really stupid rides. Yeah, that's fine. And, all, <laughs> and it, no one hears about it because what are you going to do? You're not going to post this on Facebook because everybody's going to flame you, right? Even though it's a badass car that has been completely gone through and sorted properly, yeah, they're still going to be like, oh, well, you know. And, and nobody wants to hear you. You know, talk about it all day, every day. If, right. if you want to know something about the car, get a hold of me. I'm happy to talk about it, but I'm not going to shove it down your throat. You know? Where can where can they find you at? Uh, so I started an Instagram today. Yes, yes. You. Chris <laughs> wasn't on Instagram, and uh, I feel like I have a little part in. in yeah, I know. You absolutely Instagram do. Up. There's nothing. Well, you're there. done now, sir. Three hours of your day is gone now. So just go ahead and block but out three hours. I've now. gotten I've gotten my Facebook down to all car stuff. So that's why I figured with Instagram, I'll just start fresh. Okay. All car stuff. Okay. Um, but it's uh, C Barno, uh, forty two. Ooh. Um, easy enough. Yep. Uh, didn't really think too much about that one at all. Yep. Um, 42 so, yeah for... just number uh man i've <laughs> back on aol because 41 AIM. was gone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. aol oh yeah back on AIM, my my uh <laughs> my username was cbarno042 and that was because i think it was uh, the Havlin car the nascar Havlin car was okay. number 42 is that ernie irvin uh i think it was uh, jamie mcmurray at that point Ooh. Okay. Wow, I dated myself. <laughs> Way ahead of Jamie yeah. Murray. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, I was never even really into NASCAR, but I was like, that's that's a good number. Okay. So I just held uh, on yeah, to it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a real whatever. good number. That's whatever. Um, but yeah, so I'll be on there screwing around, posting stuff here and there. But okay. Yeah, and then I'm also on Facebook, just Chris Barno on Facebook. Uh, post post a lot of car stuff, share a lot of car stuff. That's pretty much all I do. Yeah. Cars well, and beer. If anyone has any questions about Ev- Evos, I mean, that's yeah, I'm, ha- go I'm to. happy to talk. Yeah. Talk about so tell story. me about this uh, pizza tour. I, I know, I know. Mitch and I have talked about the pizza tour. Before. Yeah. So, pizza so tell me about tour. the pizza tour because you got two on the uh, on the yeah. windshield here. So it's a um, it's all for Toys for Tots, which is cool. So a local guy named Jeff Oppenheim, he sets it up. Uh, he's done Hot Rod Drag Week, Drag Week and stuff in his El Camino. Um, sets it up, and <clears throat> so you it's either north, east, south, or west of Pittsburgh that you'll start and. This year was kind of private because of COVID and stuff. Right. So it was kind of yeah, like Yeah, I saw, I saw the COVID deal. edition one yeah. on there. Okay. So let's use last year, for example. Okay. So last year we started east of Pittsburgh, um, had 
200 some people um so call it you know 150 cars maybe and we started <laughs> at a dealership um out towards greensburg that did not have enough room for all the cars that showed up it Ooh. was nuts so you go up you pay it's 20 bucks a head and you start there and then you drive off to some really cool state park out some really nice winding road wow you stop there that'd be fun and they bring that'd be fun for my 350z nismo yeah, right. that i'm gonna get next year <laughs> <laughs> and they bring uh the best local pizzas and they just lay them out and you eat pizza and then you hop in your car that sounds awful and go to the next stop okay and eat more pizza and you'll have like four stops in a day and it, it's this wonderful. sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, last last year was all east of Pittsburgh. So Greensburg went, you know, stopped at Keystone and all that stuff. But you, know, you find some really really nice roads to drive on, and you'll have stuff from this thing to you know muscle cars to. Oh, okay, so it's it's open to pretty much anything. Yeah, and it, you get uh, Lamborghinis will come out. You know, it's just mm -hmm. and everybody's just kind of hanging out, drinking you know Turner's iced tea and Ooh. eating pizza. Mm, and no beers, huh? It's great. Oh, you, yeah, we'll bring our own beers for okay. sure. Right. They, they, so you lost me, at, lost me at no beers. The Turner's is free, so you're just like loading oh, up right. on that. See, Turner's is a, is a deal no in beer. Pittsburgh. I'm not, I'm, I, I've never been an iced tea guy. I mean, if I'm going to go iced tea, it's going to be sweet tea. But Turner's up here is... Mm. <laughs> can't, can't get there. It's a nostalgia thing, I think. I think it, it is. is. I don't I feel right eating pizza in a state park without yeah. Turner's at this point. It's like Permanis. <laughs> Yeah, it, right, exactly. It's like Permanis in Pittsburgh. Like, it's not the best sandwich in the world, but it's good enough, it's good to, enough, for it's me. Good enough to be like, okay, I'll eat that a few times a yep. year. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so the, that's the Pizza Power Tour, essentially. And then, so 20 bucks a head, anything they have left over at the end, um, they just do a toy drive. That's and then, awesome. And then for the kids, um, Christmas time. But yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. You never know what is going to show up. You'll have, like uh, last year, the taco trucks, if you know. Oh, wow, um, yeah. Joe Fisher and those guys, um, Chris Dukowitz. I think that's how you say his name. I'm not sure. I'm going to do a taco truck on the show, I think, one time. Yeah, they're, they're both. It's automotive, and it's a rad ride, and it builds really good tacos. And I'm sure they no. can make tacos for me while I'm, I'm doing there. it. <laughs> I meant the 2JZ Tacoma and the K24 Tacoma. Oh, well. Taco. We got so close. Yeah. We got so close. We'll we, I thought we were going to make it with the batteries, but we didn't. We're back oh. on. We're back on. Sweet. It's the cold weather. It's whatever. It, it's going to be a common theme throughout the podcast, you know. Blames the cold weather, but it's, it's sixty-seven degrees in here. That's yeah. Fine. I'm going to hit up. I'm going to hit up Movo and be like, "Hey, guy, uh, this thing worked for three podcasts in a row, no problem." And now all of a sudden, it's chewing batteries up. That's weird. I'm going to hit him up. Yeah, it's whatever. Anyways. Shout out to Movo though. We're we're Bluetooth. It's cool. You know yeah, what I mean? We're... We don't have to like stand. You know, two feet COVID and everything. Yep. You can't. You know, we're not two feet talking into the same mic, spitting on everything. So I'll take it. You know. Anyways, you were talking about uh, the Tacoma. Yeah, they, they, they call uh, them the tacos because there's Tacomas. There's two, yeah. two Tacomas. Um, if you watch any drag racing, you've probably seen them. Okay. Um, the one has hit seven seconds. Chris Dukowitz with the K24 is capable of seven seconds. Um, and they've, they've come to the Pizza Power Tour with the shoots really? on and everything. Yeah, just, they're, yeah they're, I like to talk to those guys. They're, I'm a mini really truck guy in the first place, and then I also like big horsepower and 2 yeah. So um, And I like K24s. They're nutty. Yeah. So. It's, it, I, I, I'd... <laughs> recommend getting honda them on motor. here they're cool dudes it's a honda motor yeah he's making over two over a thousand horses well it was in uh it was in a type r acura yeah. is what you could get it in okay. I, what yeah was the, S2000? That was a... the s2000 was the f20 22 20 22 22 maybe 22 i'm thinking yeah. uh, i'm probably thinking a fighter jet with f22 yeah f20 <laughs> i think is no, what there the k20 there was a k there's the k20 that's in the acura that we get here eh? that's well, what i had the k20 eh. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really got you on a bad path there. Sorry if anybody that. has a taco truck and wants to be on the show, <laughs> we're all showing up and we're going to talk about your truck and you're going to make us tacos. <laughs> Just crushing tacos. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rad ride. Yeah, it's so excited. Yeah. I mean, I want to cover everything. I do want to do one of those one of those trucks with the squatted back Are there end. many of those around here? I haven't no, seen them. No, I think you got to go to North Carolina. Or go down to Houston. Shout out to North Carolina. South yeah, South Kakalaka. That's like a thing down there. I want to do a donk, and I want to do one of those. Because I like the donk culture, and especially these guys who are drag racing these donks. Yeah. That is sick. That's a lot of driveline stress. That is sick. <laughs> I want to know everything that goes on in that uh, world right there. <laughs> you know? so For sure. Yeah, man. But this is a beautiful car. Thanks, uh, man. You've built uh, quite the machine. Had a lot of point. fun with it. Had a lot of good support through it, and... You know, good resources and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, but, you want to shout out to any of your guys out there who, who have done this? I mean, you got you got the, the tight the tight group that uh, were down at the Hail Mary Derby there a couple weeks ago. Uh, Mike Gombos, Joe Rudovan, Joey Borzleri, Derek Exipiter. You know, that's the close guys. Chad Kerstorfer, Darcy. Darcy's a huge, huge support. Yeah, uh, uh, the fact that you have a wife who's supporting the whole deal it's is super very helpful. nice. It, it takes a lot of stress and off she, and you, she goes sure. she goes to every event with me, and she... She wants to go to every event. At least she makes it seem like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's been great. All those guys super helpful. Uh, you know, Gombos and Joe Rodovan and I, we did the final drive and the transmission ourselves, just because wow. they they have good background. And we said let's just just do it. Um, which Gombos is the guy who has that Galant VR4 mm-hmm. that the world's quickest fastest. Yes, I've seen um, that car a few times. He'll be he he he'd probably do this too. Okay. Um, I'd love to talk to him, too. Yeah, he went 874 <laughs> at 163. So fast. And it's such a weird car, too. Yeah. That's, it's a weird car. And he, he's he's self-tuned everything. He's he's done. Really? Yeah. So he's, he's Yeah, really I'd like to talk to him. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, shout out to those guys. And everybody's helped. You know, TJ helped with the tune and everything. Um, and just anybody's helped me along the way. I feel like anybody named TJ knows a lot about cars. I have known a lot Seems of TJs. Good. I know of a lot of. I have known a lot of TJs in my life, and they've all known a just a crap load about cars. Yeah, yeah. He's he he's he knows what he's doing behind the keyboard. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the rundown, and it's it's I have so much fun, with it. and I'm super proud of this car. Just for the car itself, for the the paces I've put it through, it right. just stays together for the most part. Well, it's a testament <laughs> to it's a testament to old school Mitsubishi who, yeah, right. you know, they've they've done their homework. Just keeps, know, they built a nice car. Just keeps on running, man. And yeah. Exactly. Hopefully continues to do so. But Well, I love it. We'll, we'll tell it, tell your Instagram and your Facebook one more time. Yep, so, so people, Instagram who have questions. I got to figure out how to use it. Uh Instagram it's <laughs> cbarno42, so uh, letter C and then B A R N O is my last name. cbarno42 for Instagram and then Facebook's just Chris Barno. Nice. And all right. All over that, you'll see it. Um and I'm yeah. going to take a lot of pictures of this, get on the website, uh, radridespodcast.com. Going to do a full write-up of this whole deal. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of more questions sure. for you after yeah, I do this. Yeah, I love it. Because um, I like the writing portion of this, and I've gotten a lot more web traffic here as of lately, and uh, I hope it's because of my writing. It's probably because of the it's, pictures. No, I'm, so I'm sure it's the writing. It's more of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah. wants to see what we're talking about. So Yeah, check it out. Add me or whatever. And I'm- Yeah. Happy? Any questions? Get on at all. there, man. He, and if you see if you see him on the road, I mean, unless you know you can run nine <laughs> seconds, I wouldn't run this guy. If <laughs> <laughs> people be blowing my doors off here shortly, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> Some Tesla's gonna pull up next to you and yeah, blow right, the doors like, off. Like, you. <laughs> awesome, man. Cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. you.
Folks, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, a big thanks to Chris Barno for bringing out his Evo 10. A big thanks to Mitch for allowing us to come back into his garage and do another episode of the podcast. If you want to find Chris, you can find him on Instagram at chrisbarno42. I'm sorry, it's cbarno42. And you can get on Facebook. He's under Chris Barno. He just started on Instagram, so be easy on the guy. If he doesn't get back to you very quickly, he's still trying to figure it all out. But again, thank you for them for coming out. You can get on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. You can see the full write-up that I did on the car, as well as you can get see all the other previous episodes that I've done and all the write-ups on there as well. And again, I just uh, thank you for listening, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it.